0: Hi, dear listener, Kendall here. Um, I just wanted to give you a couple of notes about uh, this week's episode. So, Cerise and I have decided to switch around the Patreon content, the bonus content, show whole, and the main episode that we recorded. Um, So, the Patreon content will now be the main episode, and the main episode will now be the Patreon content. Um, This is our choice, and we're valid in making it. You know, it's the third episode. We're allowed to make some mistakes. By the hundredth episode, you won't even notice. You won't even think about it. It'll be a long lost memory. Um, yeah, I feel like this is um, our choice, and we are allowed to make it. And I promise to our paypigs on Patreon, patreoncom slash Soy Naturals, um, it's still high quality content. Um, I will say this is a one time occurrence. This most likely will not be happening again. And I will say that next week, oh boy, we just finished recording the first part of um, that episode. And I just want to say that this is some of our finest work to date. So gear up for next week. I'll even give you a little hint. Cock is one of my favorite tastes. And not only that, but balls smell amazing. That's your hint. Gear up for next week. And in the meantime, enjoy this content. Bye. This is a certified Big Soy Naturals classic. I have a competition. I don't want smoke I, just smoke. I don't want smoke. I just want smoke. I don't want smoke. I don't want smoke. I look like Jared Padalecki. Smoke. I got them supernaturals. So my value right now is zero. If you think about it, AI is actually the fastest path to, to communism. When I smoke the blue and I smoke. Oh, so adorable, but
1: you can't have it. And smoke and scream, when I hit the blunt, it's a paper cut. Enforced farming is really not a vibe. Hello, paypigs. I have never watched Game of Thrones, but I like to imagine that this podcast is like that. Some of you are the warriors, some of you are the villagers, and Kendall and I are the winged dragons emerging through the storm clouds every time. We drop an
0: episode. Welcome to Big Soy Naturals. I'm Cerise. and I'm Kendall. I also have not seen any of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I used to get, I used to because I because I dyed my hair white. I used to get a oh. lot. A yeah, lot. you did. It was my fault. I didn't see Game of Thrones, so I didn't know for a very long while um, what they were talking about when they were like Khaleesi, Khaleesi, blah blah blah, Khaleesi. And I just kind of like took it on the chin because I was like, I'm not this this haircut was expensive, and I'm not going to like go redye it so that people stop just calling. Really long? Me crazy. My hair wasn't really long. I it's like a it was about the length that like it is they've now. They all they all length.
1: got like extensions.
0: Yeah, now all I get is Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers, which is fine. Mm. Um, is that fine? I don't know what she looks like. It's fine by me. I mean, she's is she cute? She's cute. Okay. She is cute. I'll give her that. I don't that.
1: get really like um celebrity lookalike comparisons all that much anymore. I used to get Vanessa Hudgens like once upon a time which uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie like I did like it because I liked high school musical when I was a kid, so that was fine with me. I really do think it was just like this is another brown person with curly hair. Um but now that I have like split hair, Every so often, someone comes up to me and they go, "Oh, you remind me of Melanie Martinez." No, I have to just like cry. No, worse is when it's a child that's coming up to me to compliment me, and they're like, "You remind me of Melanie Martinez," because I don't want to like, you know, upset a child. So I have to say like, "Thank you," Mm -hmm. um, because they instead of being like in a complimentary way,
0: actually five year old she's like. She's probably really problematic.
1: She's very, but she is problematic. I, and I me, don't like the idea of children listening to that person's music. Because me, when she a child does just
0: makes sexy baby music. Me when a child asks me to watch the new Cinderella movie with Camilla Cabello, I'd be like, okay, but you know what she did to Normani? She's like, she's literally really problematic. problematic.
1: Okay, <laughs> I'm excited for today's poll that we're showing you. There there are a couple different holes to be shown, just like everyone can do themselves, not to us. Do not email us with your own holes. Um, Unless, no. (laughs) Do not do that. But the first is that we discovered Tiffany Trump's Hyperpop career that that never was, and it's just such a good song. Like she has, it's only one song. It's called "Like a Bird." It's featuring someone named Logic. Unfortunately, not the biracial rapper Logic. it's just like oh it's so good and it came out in 2011
0: oh my god it's so good
1: <laughs> it's such a great song and like i yeah i feel like i'm just like really struck with like how ahead of its time it is because it sounds like remarkably similar to Art Angels, which came out 2015, it sounds a lot mm-hmm. like a lot of the hyper pop music that's coming out now. Ten years later, and, you know,
0: it also kind of has that that heiress twinge to it that like Paris Hilton's music had, yeah. or like Lindsay Lohan's music had. It still has quite like a little bit of that flavor, which I really, well, really
1: Paris like. Hilton's music is also pretty good. Like um, Stars Are Blind is a really nice song. I don't know, like I think that tiffany trump is on the opposite end of the spectrum that ella emhoff is to me they both have alliterative names also but like ella emhoff is just annoying and like i'm going to go to her apartment in bushwick i do literally have her address um if you email bigsoypodcast uh, at gmail.com i will send her address to you (laughs) (laughs) but like she's she's like annoying and not like fun to know about and like her like modeling career that's like taking off just makes me upset tiffany trump is funny like she's funny to know about and i love her like spotify account that we found her like that we found with all of her playlists that's mostly lana del rey and I love her mm-hmm. like bad extensions. And I love her hyper pop career that, that never was but I could mean, have been.
0: She's she's the gender swapped personification of a fail son, you know, where she's just like she's just not imp- like not only is she like she's not like doofy or dorky like a fail son is, like 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 an Eric Trump, but she's just like she's a she's a fail daughter in the sense that she's like she is insignificant to the people around her. Like she is very much neglected. Yeah. <laughs> She's As super like,
1: insignificant. Trump does not uh, does not know her. <laughs> I think
0: it's not even that he yeah. doesn't like her. I do not think that Trump knows who yeah. she is. She, he, he does not know who she is in any regard, which I just think is so fucking funny. Like she could go off and become like a Marxist-Leninist. And I think he wouldn't even know. He would be like, who who is Tiffany? I was, um, you know,
1: diving into some articles about Miss Tiffany Trump to prepare for this episode. And there's a really funny, like, quote in there where they ask Donald Trump, like, to talk about his daughter. And he responds by email (laughs) saying, Tiffany is a tremendous young woman, woman with a big and beautiful heart. She was always a great student. And she was a very popular person, no matter where she went.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like he just, do you like, know her? <laughs> have you met her? It's like his, his assistant or his aide just kind of gave gave him her report card. <laughs> and he was like, oh, C's and B's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great student, popular, pretty. That's like, those are, and he, they're like, here's a framed photo of her that you have of you and her next to each other. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't remember taking this, but she, hey, she's good looking. Yeah. So I'll say well, that.
1: I think what I like about Tiffany Trump versus Ella Emhoff is that like, Ella Emhoff is like clearly trying to like, dive into the like, Brooklyn DIY, scene like kind of like art Mm -hmm. adjacent scene which is like obnoxious for anyone to be in but like absolutely obnoxious for like the stepdaughter of kamala harris to be in whereas tiffany trump is like in a classic like pack of other rich people's useless children And they do obnoxious things like there. She's in this crew that calls itself the snap pack because the (laughs) ringleader used to be famous on Snapchat. (laughs) And in the same article with the Donald Trump quote, like this ringleader, his name is Andrew Warren. And he says uh, that he's completely normal. And he quote and I quote. We have certain friends who don't go to movie theaters and that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But when I'm in the Hamptons, I'll have McDonald's. I'll have days where I go to Six Flags. I venture to Coney Island. I'm not grossed out <laughs> by anything. My mom likes to go to Ohio.
0: <laughs> I think I, like, need, I need I need to put that need to put that on a piece of, I feel like we need to put that on a piece of merch. Like my mom goes to Ohio. <laughs> I'm not grossed out by anything.
1: (laughs) I go to Six Flags. I venture to Coney Island. And like, I don't know. I just like, I find that to be much more honest and then therefore like much more entertaining than like pretending to be like an artsy girl that knits.
0: Can we backtrack to the name for a second? Snap Pack. Yeah, let's go. Sounds like a type of, it sounds like a new type of packaging for like a, a junk food. Where they're like, where they're like buzz balls now in a Snap Pack. <laughs> or it's like now in a new patented Snap Pack, which I don't know what a Snap Pack would be necessarily, but it just, it sounds like a patented, like consumer product like it does not sound like the type of thing you would give to your friend group although i will say all cool kids who have friend group names they they pick the dumbest things like at least the heathers i'm like okay they're all named heather that makes Mm -hmm. sense but like i knew these people in school who all of their initials if they if they rearrange them correctly would spell gem gems like steven universe they would be like yeah but, like, not quite Steven Universe. They thought it was, like, ooh, like, we're rich and popular. We're, like, the gems. So they'd be, like, so people would be, like, watch out. The, the gems are coming. Oh, no. And i would be, like, but really stupid. It just sounds really, really dorky. Like, I don't know about uh, you, but to me, looking back, I'm, like, oh, popular people are, like, probably the dorkiest people I've ever fucking met in my life.
1: I was popular, um... At one point in, in a way. So I don't know if I can agree. In a way.
0: <laughs> in a way. I'm saying that like popular people who feel the need to name themselves, like they're a little live action role playing group, and then they have the audacity to be like D and kids who play D and D are dumb. I'm like, bitch, you called yourselves the gems. Well, like what are you don't talking we do about? Do you do that
1: though? Aren't we in a little friend group that calls itself the girls and gays?
0: Yeah, but that's, like, hot so and So it's different when we do it. <laughs> we are It's different. different when we do Once it, again, but
1: it, it's bad when other people yeah, do it. That's the cardinal okay. rule. I, I totally agree with that. I do want to talk a little <laughs> bit more about the Snap Pack because as I was learning about them, yeah. they're just so, like, fun and interesting to me. Because, okay, so the ringleader, Mr. Mister Andrew Warren, he's really good friends with – okay, Joe Biden's granddaughter, Tiffany Trump, um, Matisse's granddaughter, um, Robert, like Bobby Kennedy, like like JFK's brother's granddaughter as well, and then Magic Johnson's kid, and that is the Snap Pack. Oh, 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 and Abigail Breslin. <laughs>
0: she's just thrown in there
1: (laughs) so it's just like i don't know miss sunshine i feel like it's it's very like indicative of like where we are in our like empire's decline where like (laughs) we have all of these like dynastic families like useless children and like all they can do is
0: mm, kind of be mildly
1: popular on instagram uh
0: yeah, they can't even, like, I don't know, run for, like, local elections no. or something. They have to do something, like, boring, like, being an influencer. And they have to hang
1: out with Abigail Breslin. Is she even- That's pretty- anymore? Like, But I love the idea of Abigail Breslin and Tiffany Trump hanging out, and there are pictures of them together. And Tiffany and Joe Biden's granddaughter, whose name is just, like, passing my, my mind because it's not that interesting, like, they hang out.
0: I feel like that's just, like, it's it's so picture-perfect for Tiffany to be hanging out with Abigail Breslin.
1: Something about that just
0: feels like... Like, I think the only thing that could make it... Like, if she was hanging out with, like, Alan Alda, or, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if she was hanging out with, like, some weird old dudes who are like, bit characters in, like, old movies, I feel like that would be really fun for her. I feel... I'm trying to think of other people that I would like to see Tiffany Trump hang out with.
1: I want to Um, see her hang out with Ella Emhoff because I think that that would be funny. Um, And I do think it is just, like, also fun that they're both in, like, two different, like, New York scenes at the same time. Because Ella Emhoff... Mm -hmm.
0: The socialite sphere and the Brooklyn Cool Girl Yeah, Brooklyn Cool
1: Girl. Ella Emhoff is dating this, like, GQ editor that looks just like her, whose dad was, like, the Republican... Like press secretary in the in the nineties, so I don't know. Just like, okay, who would you fight?
0: Mm-hmm. Who would yeah, I who fight? would you prefer to fight? Um, I prefer, I prefer to fight Ella only because I feel like if I rocked her hard enough, she wouldn't. Like, I feel like no matter what I do, Tiffany will come back with a lawsuit. Whereas, like, I feel like if I rock Emma hard enough, she wouldn't like even she'd feel too like embarrassed to do so
1: i feel like um the way that azalea banks described grimes like as being like a brittle boned meth head um who doesn't Mm -hmm. have any bone marrow. (laughs) that's how i feel like ella emhoff is like i just think that she would be a little bit easier to take on in a fight because like i don't know she she clearly doesn't have like any meat on her bones and i think that the bones themselves are hollow
0: like Mm -hmm. a bird okay so that's that's fight, yeah. In terms of who would who would you hook up with, yeah. like yeah. gun to your head? Yeah. I know, gun to yeah. your head. It's gun to okay, your head okay. situation. That's you what frazzed. that's what it would you rather you is? Frazzed. Okay. Um, it, it to me it doesn't seem feasible that I could hook up with Tiffany, <laughs> but I guess her only because like, what's Ella gonna do? Crochet me a dental band? Fucking. <laughs> 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 what's ella gonna do for me i just feel like there's nothing there like as much as she's definitely lesbian coded despite the fact she's that she's straight. dating in gq <laughs> she's there's she's, nothing but she's definitely GQ, trying man but she's definitely trying to be lesbian coded with the whole brooklyn cool girl the pixie cut jinko jeans the the crochet thing she's brooklyn like i'm queer coded cool
1: then like mm, i guess like lesbian signaling while being straight
0: that is that is extremely cool, girl. That's what yeah. I mean, is that like I feel like even though I feel like more people will be like, Oh, I think you'd have more luck statistically bagging Ella Emhoff. I just feel like it's more would. likely that she'd be like, Yeah, why not? I just don't think I would. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that she would actually our- be
1: receptive to it. Like, um, I I think that like all of the the, the lesbian signaling is sort of like a facade over someone who would get very very upset if you like got undressed mm-hmm. in front of her? She'd be like, "What do you mean? Like, do you think that
0: I'm? Do you think that I'm a lesbian?" <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna get misogynistic here for a oh, bit. Good. Tiffany has been so put upon that I feel like I feel like if I give her one positive compliment, no. she'd fall over. Oh,
1: yeah, you're right though. You're right. She'd follow I follow you around like a little puppy dog.
0: Yeah, if I was just like, I really like your sweater and thanks for holding the door open for me. She'd be like, wow, someone was nice to me. This is a replacement for
1: my lack of strikes me,
0: And it's just like, I went to private school. It's like, I know girls like this who are just like, they're in their own friend group. They're like, so they're just made fun of all the time for being the pretty dumb one. Yeah, no, she's totally like, like oh. in
1: the popular girl group, but she's the one that's liked the least.
0: Yes. And everyone yes. knows and, and, and not really for any reason, because she has the personality of a wet piece of cardboard. So it's like, who could she really piss off? But like, she just pisses people off by being like, just there. Like, that's the, that's the kind of, that's what she strikes me as. And it's not like and it's just like I just think that that's the kind of person that if you just gave her if you just were nice to her for like five seconds, she'd be like, wow, I'm in love with you. Okay, I
1: uh, (laughs) need to read this post by her uh, supposed best friend, Andrew Warren, defending her after the 2016 election. Um, And you should link the post in the um, comments because I need people to see the picture that accompanies this, which She's just, she's so awkward looking. I couldn't tell you exactly what it is that's wrong with her, but she's, she's holding this boy's hand and she's wearing stilettos, but there's just something about her that reads like deeply insecure. But he's defending his friend, which is nice of him. Um, but again, it does make me ask the question, like, does he know her? Um, it does read a little bit like Donald Trump's post. Mm-hmm. And this is her, her best friend, leader of the snap pack, Andrew Warren. Okay, to start off, imagine going on Facebook and seeing everyone you thought was your friend hating on you and saying they want to murder your family. It's fine that everyone has their stance and posting it is fine, but reposting things like killing Tiffany's entire family, in parentheses, including her, <laughs> isn't. I was taught not to discuss politics among friends growing up because it just causes problems. It used to be that people didn't discuss their political views to avoid (laughs) problems. And while pushing people to vote is important, I think keeping who you're voting for to yourself also is. With social media in the current generation, that is obviously very difficult. I know some people have strong opinions, but think about the time Tiffany Trump, Who has been my best friend for as long as i can remember is going through never once has she personally done anything to offend anyone and she is one of the most nice and genuine people that i know people attacking or hating on her should take a step back before knowing who she is and what her views are she is a normal 23 year old girl And imagine how her friend or how she feels checking social media and seeing that all of her friends and people she knows are posting things about how they want to murder her and her family. If people are going to continue to hate on her, I instruct them to remove me or unfollow me as they can clearly not understand what I'm trying to get across. This isn't a post to support or not support Trump. Hillary or anyone else. This is not political and it is to remind people to think before they post things. I still have not once stated my political view because I think it is a personal matter with the current generation is turning into a social media trend. I'm just here to be there for my best friend. Again, not start a political war. I hope that people can show compassion and be sensitive to the way others may feel. Thank you so much, Andrew.
0: Wow. Isn't that wow powerful stuff? I it's so powerful. I really like the part, um, and this is so classic with a social media post where someone says, if you do X thing, unfollow me right now. Block me. As if like (laughs) it's it's it was very typical of Tumblr and it's so typical now of just like and this is the same with like people on on Facebook where they're like, if you do this, unfollow me right Mm -hmm. now. And it's just like I don't really know what you think you're doing with like <laughs> telling people if like they don't support X thing like like you're not saying like oh I'm unfollowing everyone else you're you're asking people who follow you to to <laughs> unfollow you right now as if you're like making some kind of like philanthropist sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm losing my follower count so that I can protect my friend from what exactly? I don't know. Because like you're not seeing the things that this person posts. Um, so it's like what? He tagged the location for this
1: post, Central Park. <laughs> I just feel like that's a nice touch. I I like um, Mr. Andrew Warren, who I learned about quite a bit recently, um he like has a billionaire grandfather who owns the warren group which i don't think is that well known by name but it owns like a bunch of smaller like fashion companies and he has his own failed fashion line um and what i think is cool about him is that he went to syracuse university and i would like (laughs) never make fun of someone for what college they did or didn't get into, if it's not like an Ivy or whatever, unless you are the child of a billionaire. Because yeah. that means that they couldn't buy your way into like a prestigious university. And the school that they, they that. could buy your way into was Syracuse University, which means that like...
0: I don't know, like, you're dumb as bricks. I think what's worse than them not being able to is possibly them not wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you're not worth the effort of trying to get yeah. into Harvard with my money. Yeah.
1: Well, but he, he'll go to the Hamptons and he'll go to McDonald's. He's not crushed yeah. out by anything. His mom likes to go to Ohio. His mom goes to Ohio. Yeah. And he to put together this really amazing group of, you know, like, <laughs> just a different, like, dynastic uh, failed Activists. children. Um, he's speaking out bravely against bullying. He's friends with Magic Johnson's kid. I really want to see, like, Tiffany and Magic Johnson hang out. Because you know that I that must be happening that. since she's friends with uh, you know with what AJ. i would
0: love you know what i would love tiffany trump dennis rodman i think that could be like, like a, a real relationship
1: like a friendship no no
0: just just hanging hang out. out friendship purely platonic daughter
1: relationship
0: <laughs> yeah like like oh yeah she sees him as like a father figure and then Trump gets all mad. That's like the one time he pays attention to her because he's like, Dennis Rodman wants dressed in drag. It's bad for my image if you hang out with Dennis Rodman. <laughs> and he's sub- and he goes to North Korea all the time, so it's not good for me if you go to so hang out with Dennis Rodman. I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke.
1: Given that we're both brand managers mm-hmm. um, <laughs> in our in our professional lives, and that Tiffany Trump um, has this really great song, but you know clearly she's got this like problematic family baggage that she has to shed before she could have a successful pop career. How would you and I go about like girl bossing her? into being a successful hyper-pop artist. I think the first thing she'd need to do is drop the last name. Oh, yeah. Go by Tiff- Tiffany, uh, but with an I. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. With an I at the end instead of the Y. Maybe even like Tiffany.png, JPEG. you know, like kind of doing some like yeah. early two thousand signaling, but like definitely dropping the last name. Yeah, Tiffany. I think dot- she'd also need to like either dye her hair black. Yes. Like, like pitch black or like commit to being like a like a white bleached blonde like I think see.
0: yeah I think she should go even more bleach like full-on white white hair or yeah, even like, like
1: Fox News blonde no, no, like, no, no you have to be like like alt
0: girl blonde alt girl blonde or I would even consider bubblegum pink. I think that could be, like, if she went for the full, like...
1: Yeah, I think just thought. anything to be, like, I'm I'm not... Yeah, like, like e-girl hair yeah. is what she would need to do. Um, maybe get some bangs. Um, maybe really long ones that kind of go over her eyes to mm. also make it, like, oh, is this Tiffany Trump, like, who knows? Very
0: Sia um, of her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she should get like really long, like acrylics that are like Hello Kitty, mm-hmm. um, and like take pictures with like her hands over her her like banged eyes. She
0: exclusively um, wears super close up, like either either like female dominatrix corsets or like full on, <laughs> yeah, like just full on like like let like latex leather goth like. Some maybe a cyber goth I would love to see her do like a cyber goth with like the, the those like pigtails made out of Ooh, like mesh
1: you know like what I mean a matrix outfit yeah
0: like
1: like she's neo Ooh,
0: I would love to see her do like a neo or like a trinity outfit I think that'd like be really hot little
1: sunglasses yeah, yeah yeah
0: you think it would be hot well I mean you know in the sense of like <laughs> in the <laughs> Paris Hilton <laughs> sense like that's hot okay
1: okay you know All that's right. that's
0: on trends that's on vogue um, okay.
1: This is a safe space. Yeah,
0: but I, I, I already said I would bag Chit Tiffany Trumbo for Ella off, So I guess.
1: Yeah, but that's like
0: <laughs> that's gun to my head. That's totally
1: different than answering whether or not she's hot. I don't but... think. she For
0: the record, paychecks. <laughs> I think.
1: I I also think that like in order to distance herself from her family, um, she should like release her music only on Bandcamp for like the yeah. first three or four albums so that she's like not really making a lot of money off of it so people don't think that it's like a cash grab.
0: I think she but... should do some Twitch live streams where she does exclusive bits. Very like mm. Sophie or Arca, where she like only does those for Twitch and then people just have to kind of screen record it and grab it. And then they just kinda of share it around yeah. like little like Pokemon. And I don't want to
1: see her and like put out a public statement being like I'm disavowing my family. No. Um, but I think instead like leaving cryptic messages in her songs about like maybe a song that calls like daddy's love, you know, but like love is spelled like L-U-V. Um, oh my and God. I love <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> is it about like a partner? Is it about her father who thinks that she has great grades and is a popular person, but like, she doesn't like explicitly say like, I don't like my family. Um, but her fans, I'm not sure what like the Tiffany stans would call themselves, but they are like, no, she's like leaving us messages, letting us know like how she really feels like she's trapped. And I think that that would be enough for people to latch on to her. Tiffany, you should call us.
0: I think we should do a regular segment on the main show where we just take somebody horrible and we just we just rebrand them into because this is like fucking genius i think we just need to do this like on (laughs) main it's like a regular segment i think
1: um okay wait can you do ben shapiro
0: okay 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 so i think i think he should grow out his hair really long i think i think he needs to start out by pivoting towards like First, he needs to start by just like saying things like, "You know what? I, 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 I think trans people are cool, actually." And then, like when somebody in the chat goes, "Ben, can you say trans rights?" He goes like, I'm, "Okay, trans rights." And then later on, months from then, he comes out with a video yeah, and it says okay, something like,
1: "What are we trying to make him be? We're trying to make him be a streamer, like he's a yeah." Twitch streamer I'm thinking, now? I'm
0: thinking a leftist Twitch streamer.
1: Oh, okay. We yeah. Let's replace Hassan yeah with, with Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. <laughs> okay, so step one, Ben needs to grow out his hair super long, like oh, absolutely. not like bangs over the eyes, but he needs to have he needs to have like nineties, like early two thousands, like skater boy kind of hair, mm-hmm. like. Uh what's that movie called like Lords of Dogtown like yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see like that kind of hair happening and then it, he should be wearing like jinko jeans mm-hmm. and like really baggy clothes because I think that right now his like aesthetic is like sort of like ill fitting like business casual yeah. and so I think in order to like rebrand he needs to go really really far into the other side of the spectrum of just like oversized um, From- but they should be like cool fabrics oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this time like jinko jeans or like trip pants um and then like mm, like big like ironic graphic t-shirts but he's too old to go like full skater so i think he should also get like tattoos mm-hmm. and be wearing like boots i think he needs to grow out yeah. his facial
0: hair a little bit if he can i think that that would like kind of add to the more like he's he's an older skater bro mm-hmm. you know i think From what I remember from the Home Depot video, he's actually kind of jacked, but he could be more jacked. I think in order to replace Hassan, he needs to be like at least thirty percent more jacked. Wait, hold on.
1: Big pants, big pants, big trip pants, jingo jeans, little shirt, but crop top.
0: (laughs) Yes, little crop top. If he's jacked, if he's jacked, like
1: yeah, if he's jacked, then he should be wearing crop tops. And then I think the other thing to distinguish him from like. Skaters, because I don't think that he's like young enough to quite pull that off, is that he should start doing like non binary signaling
0: absolutely? And so,
1: I want to see him do like a little bit of makeup, like not femme, but like guy liner. yeah, or um, like maybe he wears like just like lip stain, but then like nothing else, mm.
0: um, and then slowly, I think over the course of a couple months, he starts, you know, the like when they when the e. People they put glitter, glitter yeah. under their eyes. They put glitter under their eyes, yeah. or they or they put the stickers, the star stickers on, and then they do the blush, and then they take the mm-hmm. stickers off. I think he should do like that, like something.
1: I don't think he could. He could do fully that though. Because yeah. again, like this is an older man, and it can't look costumey. But I think he does like a little bit.
0: The and nose. I think the um, nose blush. You know what I mean? Like, but the, I think that like, where
1: he like. Really commits to a brand new aesthetic mm-hmm. is, like, the way that his room that he streams in yeah. looks. Um, where, like, we've replaced, like, the Manifest Destiny posters with, like, uh, like a Japanese edition, like, release poster of, like, it's Moving Castle.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all the posters are uh, replaced. Also what like, games what games is he playing? What games is he playing? I think he plays Stardew Valley and initially he starts I was gonna say. initially he starts it out as like this is traditional ma- masculine work. Like the farming is traditional and masculine. Mm-hmm. And then he slowly starts to realize like the the Marxist implications and the the commune applications of Stardew Valley and he actually starts to like it and that's when that's the key to him becoming like more of like the libertarian left-leaning type um yeah and then, he's,
1: he's the new Hassan. yeah yeah
0: he's, <laughs> he does more streams and it, and he gets like streamer like the chat starts saying things like you know like ben say trans rights and he gets so bothered that at some point he just goes fine you know what trans rights and then they they start turning it into a meme where they're like oh my god ben shapiro supports trans rights and then he just starts to lean into it so much that he like doesn't he blurs the line between like whether or not he's ironically supporting it or not, and eventually six months down the line, I he comes out with a video on his YouTube channel, and it says something like like it's titled something like, "Finally Speaking My Truth," or like "Taking the Blue Pill," and he did, yeah, like,
1: he starts using he slash they pronouns, yes. but really
0: like mostly he
1: he will introduce himself as he slash they like when he's like doing, like, speaking events or, like, if he's, like, talking about organizing or whatever, but he's, like, mostly using he key gets, pronouns. He gets but, the, he gets the, you know, like, he gets, like his he ears gets pierced. the, yeah, gets his ears pierced. one dangly earring. One, dang,
0: one dangly earring and that is it. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Do you think he's got the right head shape to have long hair? Because I just, I, I feel don't like know. he needs to shed the, like, debate club, like, overgrown like little boy man I think if he
0: if he tied it back you know if it was always kind of tied back and with the he slash they thing yeah and a ponytail with this he slash they thing I think he could do like like almost like a little bit of shaved sides and then like like I'm thinking like a mullet wait undercut yeah undercut undercut Undercut. okay so not skater hair undercut yes that's better That's, that's way better
1: yeah, okay, I'm into like Ben Shapiro taking over Hassan's spot Ben, give us a call Tiffany, also give us a call I would really like for Tiffany to give us a call Because I like her music and I, I like really do of
0: I'm not even <laughs> that
1: kind Yeah, of- no, that song is like genuinely good She's like, I just want serenity while living in a world Yeah, or, me too Me too, bitch I don't want to smoke, I just want to
0: smoke I don't want to smoke. I just want to smoke. Um, Oh, speaking of of cyberpunk queens, um, you went to Grimes' art show. That's not a joke. You did. did. I (laughs) literally did. Um, Let's let's hear the play by play.
1: The trek to uh, the home of Ella Emhoff herself, New York City, Brooklyn, New York. Um, I went to an art exhibit. It was called Undercurrents. It's still going on. Um, unfortunately, and it features uh, other art installations from people such as Boney Bear, Miguel, Georgia Smith, um, the 1975, (laughs) Uh, and Grimes. Um, And I think a couple other people whose names I'm not remembering. And the idea was that each of these like art installations were raising awareness about climate change and i knew going in that i was going to be receiving immense amounts of psychic damage and that i was going to be doing personal harm uh, (laughs) to my my poor little brain um because when you buy the ticket which was already like it was pretty expensive i think i paid like 35 dollars for it which is a lot of money like it's more money than we make on patreon yeah it's more money than I make in a month, okay? <laughs> but I paid 35 bucks for this ticket. And it says, like, thank you so much for your ticket. Like, your purchase goes towards carbon offset credits. I do not know what the
0: fuck that means. Like, I don't understand. That sounds like, like, like what? okay, like, from the words that I'm getting, this is my general guess at what it is. Um, something to do with Bitcoin. <laughs> And yeah. literally it this is it's like th- it's like, oh, you have a Bitcoin token. This is the Bitcoin. And then here's the coffin the carbon offset token. And if you put this in, all the emissions that the Bitcoin was making, now they're gone. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah.
1: So the best way that I could describe it honestly was like, what if the Museum of Ice Cream was about like the climate apocalypse? because you walk through the first exhibit that i went through was the georgia smith one um and i like some of her music like you know as far as that kind of thing goes like she's fine um but it was very like like this Instagrammable background made of like plastic bottles and styrofoam cups and like takeout boxes that you could tell were all like New and, like, sourced for this exhibit, which was really funny because it was supposed to be, like, kind of bringing attention to, like, littering and, like, trash and, like, the accumulation of, like, these disposable products that are filling up, like, our landfills, but they were all, like, new for the exhibit raising awareness about that and, like, arranged in this very, like, mm, aesthetically pleasing, like, background sort of way. And I even saw people taking pictures in front of it. Uh, (laughs) The, like, funniest exhibit, I think, was the uh, 1975 collab with Greta Thunberg, um,
0: (laughs) where... (laughs) I'm sorry, Greta. (laughs) Yeah, I apologize (laughs) for humanity. (laughs)
1: Like Miss Greta herself, like she uh, was doing some sort of spoken word, like poetry about um, like the immediacy of action that we need to take, set to music that I can, I guess, assume was composed by the 1975. But what made this really funny is that the words of the poem, you know, were, oh, and it was a, in in film form so the words of the poem were like overlaid over these like images of um both like climate disaster and then also like like serene nature photography but <laughs> they all still had like the getty images like watermark on them. It looked like a very thrown together like last minute powerpoint and i wish they had um recorded some of greta's poem because there were a few moments in it where she was calling us to action but then saying like there's no politics that can save us um and like what we need now is like civil disobedience um And like, we all need to stand together. And then there were, um, the only like actual call to action that I saw in this exhibit was a QR code that if you scanned it would tell you to tell your representative to search for climate solutions and support them. Like... There was there was nothing that I saw that was like call telling your congressman. you, like yeah, like what you could do, or like what sort of things you
0: should support. It's very DSA um, <laughs> to be like <laughs> to be like call your congressman. Uh, uh, uh. Like I I understand functionally what that does, but like for an art exhibit featuring bony bear, I'm like, boy, it's you. Like <laughs> you you should call the congressman.
1: Well, the, the Bon Iver one I found interesting, too, oh. because his explanation for his piece was um, that, like, as an artist, he is aware that touring has a pretty, like, detrimental impact on the environment. And he's like, so it's important for me to think about it. I'm like, and, and I guess that's it. Like, <laughs> just to think about <laughs> you it. thought about it, <laughs> and you put this piece together. Okay. But it doesn't, It like, it doesn't you know maybe like say that perhaps like artists shouldn't go on tour and that they should like maybe move to showcasing their work in a different way instead or that like artists have to go on tour right now because of how bad it is with like streaming for like musicians to make money and that's the only avenue for like musicians to be able to like generate income and that it like creates this really harmful like impact on the environment where like people don't have another option but to keep doing this thing that they acknowledge is bad for the environment. None of that's happening. Boney Bear scored some like music that these like two contemporary dancers did like an improv piece over. Um, but of course, you know, the best part, the
0: piece to resist was moments. Grimes. Oh my God. The, the,
1: yeah. The best part was Grimes. And I do have the written description of her exhibit uh, that I took a picture of. It was a it was a video, um, and here is what she had to say about.
0: Will you do her. the lisp for me? <laughs> Just for I, me.
1: I don't think that I'm like capable, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, it's called AI meditations led by War Nymph. If we do not protect the environment, the future of consciousness will be artificial not biological. Oh my God. Without the fight to protect our environment, we are heading towards an artificial world. If emotions are not at an evolutionary advantage, where will this leave our mental health? How might the wellness landscape look without us on a planet void of human life? The future of consciousness is explored through an AI meditation led by war nymph, Grimes' digital avatar. Scraping social media accounts meditation literature, and video game scripts, it learned to vocalize the resulting output through deep fake technology. The meditations are a re-estheticization of the health and relax- relaxation genre, whereby artifice becomes a means to well-being." So this says that the script was created through AI. Uh, I really would like Grimes to explain what she thinks AI is, because she, <laughs> a, every time
0: she tries, I feel like it's a new, a whole new definition of what she thinks AI is. I don't know what access she has to Elon's basement lab, like, because she seems to have a completely different if, if, uh, vision of AI. Than literally anyone I've ever met. That that description ran over my brain like a Roomba. I You know how which also is AI. That
1: Tesla that Tesla like um, announcement, whatever it was, like recently, where they were like, We've got a humanoid robot, but then it was just like an actual person that came out and did a little beep boop dance. That's pretty much what this was, because there's no way that this script was like generated by anything and it certainly was not like a deep fake vocalization it was grimes's voice i recognized the lisp like
0: (laughs) it wasn't like a it wasn't like hatsune miku like vocaloid
1: it was grimes's voice pitch shifted and it told a very linear story of like basically what if the matrix was real um but it was good if you took the blue pill, like it starts with this like very like horrific apocalyptic, like climate landscape and this like humanoid, like elf waif figure is like wandering through and like having mental health. And then uh, like they take a pill that puts them in a little pod where they go to sleep and wake up in, like, a, an artificial landscape um, where everything seems nice, and then they start feeling good, and they get to, like, experience green grass and, like, blue skies, but they're just, like, in the pod the whole time, and I felt like it was very indicative of, like, Grimes' like weirdo, like, I don't know if she and Elon genuinely believe that we're in a simulation because they are not very smart. Yeah. Or if they are just like pushing that because it's beneficial to them. But regardless, like that is something that like Grimes and Elon Musk both talk about a lot is like this conspiracy theory that like we are living in a simulation. And I feel like it's very beneficial to their worldview where it then becomes okay to – actively participate in the destruction of our planet because at some point we can just get out of this simulation and into the next um through whatever it is that grimes thinks ai is and i guess like vr blue pill technology um but i I found it very like frustrating and infuriating because if you you were in the grimes official Discord with me for a little while. So you know that she has meltdowns in there on a regular basis about climate change, which is just so infuriating to me because she could just unplug her baby daddy's computer and that would <laughs> like stave off like at least 10 to 15 years of climate damage. And it's custom PC
0: she... probably is built on diesel. Like I'm not even <laughs>
1: Yeah. well and like she was really like a pioneer in the like beginning of like nfts popularity which is only bad for the environment so for her to then be like oh like the idea of climate change is giving me mental health um is even more annoying than it is coming from like a regular person and i i don't really like the like doom and gloom pessimism that people have been doing recently about climate change like the earth is pretty resilient and we have like a responsibility to do what we can right now to like fix things rather than being like oh the world is going to end but like grimes especially like if she's concerned um about the world ending soon she has like two things that she could do which is like unplug her baby daddy's computer and then unplug her baby daddy like
0: (laughs) easy peasy done it's also just like i understand the the
1: idea like oh we can like cope by like taking like a little pill and getting in our pod like and moving to the next simulation also just the idea that you can
0: shut up claire it's also just the idea that we can like I don't know use the tools of the environment's destruction to then fix it it's very like master's tools master's house situation that's just so yeah, eye-rolly and you and i have both
1: read the californian ideology and mm-hmm. i'm always thinking when it comes to grimes and elon about the example of thomas jefferson and the dumb waiter that was brought up in that text that Thomas Jefferson relied on slave labor to innovate and to like fuel his like libertarian philosophy and lifestyle, Um, but created distance between himself and and the like slaves that he used for labor by like mm, creating all of these little gadgets and doodads that would like obscure the human person that was behind the work that was being done and the one example that's used is the dumb waiter where he would be able to summon um different objects and things from like the enslaved people that he had doing all of the real work for him via dumb waiter so he didn't have to actually see anything happen but have it brought to him and that's totally like where this whole AI fantasy like takes me because, OK, whatever. We have our little blue pill in our little pods. Who is responsible for
0: running the simulation? It doesn't make any sense. Like, who who, run, who rings all the bells? Like, I don't really get. When
1: she has that, like, TikTok that, of course, like, we know because it's in our theme, like, that AI is going to solve um, the the problem that she has with communism, which is that enforced farming is not a vibe and that we can automate the farming and not do any work. Who is automating the farming? Who is it? Like, someone's, someone's got to be pressing the button. Someone's got to be checking to make sure that it works. And so, like, even in this absolutely preposterous fantasy that we can just give up on our planet because we can move into an artificial world, it still doesn't work because, like, the, the artificial world needs to be
0: powered and run by people. It's, it's it's incredibly uh just blindly stupid and frustrating to just uh watch a lot of these like people and celebrities but it's spe- specifically the ones who are married to billionaires responsible for Well, she's not married to oh, right, him right i always forget movie, and that is funny. i always forget it's hilarious that she just like literally can't even secure the bag like
1: you, like she did not secure the bag, is the thing. And that was another fun little detail that we gleaned from her Discord is that this man is not funding her lifestyle. No. no bag was secured. She likes Elon for his personality. There's one post that she made in there that I think about a lot where she says that she doesn't have a Nintendo Switch anymore because one of his older kids took hers. And she didn't get a new one. Um, I don't know how much a Switch is. It's got to be like under
0: five hundred dollars, though, right? They are. Like, um, I can look it up now. He actually, could just, like, why
1: can't why can't her boyfriend buy her a new Switch? Hey pigs
0: get! Why didn't his kids have their own? Paypigs hey, pigs, get an exclusive listen to my mechanical keyboard. Um, uh, a Nintendo Switch right now costs about three hundred dollars full price so that's
1: like that's 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 less than a penny like to elon and he can't even get her a new one of those now she can't play video games so sad but it's just it's so frustrating because it does feed into this like mm, like defeatism and pessimism that i think is really dangerous for the moment that we're in right now and i found it really upsetting that this whole exhibit was around, like, raising awareness to the effects of climate change and the future of climate change um, in a place where, like, you know, New York was hit pretty badly by the, the recent hurricane. Like, it was a really um, yeah. clear example of what it could happen to our cities, um, you know, if we don't, like, learn to get things under control. And there are actions that we can take to do that, but of course, an exhibit that has like Elon Musk's baby mom uh, making things for it is not she's not going to say what we need to do.
0: Well, I think that's um, the, that's a big problem generally with like I think the doomer attitude, right? is that like even the experts can't really, legally give you the real advice as to how yeah, to... the
1: solutions are right. <laughs> the there. solutions are right. And you there. know what they are and I know what they are. And if you're listening to this, you know what they are too. But with like we're, we're getting climate offset credits at the Museum of Ice Cream for Climate Change. I think the maybe the second funniest exhibit was um someone, I forget who the artist was. Um they weren't one of the like famous celebrities but they created this like example of a room that would uh i guess be like what a house i guess a house is in the future after um damage is like done to our planet in an irreversible way but uh, it, it just looked like the milk crate challenge. Like they they literally stacked a bunch of milk crates on top of each other and like threw some moss over it and then had like a TV flickering. There were so many like gadgets, like there were a million different speakers. And like there was a couch that just had like some grass on it. And it was like, yeah, this is the apocalyptic future. But it it, it was so bleak. Um And I I really didn't see what it was supposed to be, like, encouraging us to do Um, besides, I guess, just think that things are really bad and that they're not going to get any better.
0: I mean, that's what awareness campaigns are really for, right? the most
1: action that we were asked to do is, like, call our representatives. But I don't understand how it could be saying that while at the same time impressing on us, like, how urgent this thing is. When we all know what our like current political reality is like. Well, I think like, even if calling your representative was a meaningful path for change, like the timeline that this entire exhibition was impressing on us, like would not line up with like the solution that it with was giving bureaucracy. us. Bureaucracy. And then Greta herself is saying that there's no politics. That can <laughs> that can save us. That we, we call have your to do congressman civil disobedience.
0: But call your congressman. Call Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Tell him, pretty please, will you let me keep the please. world that I sit in? Um,
1: and then Gavin says, "Then perish."
0: Um, I'll get back to you in five to six weeks. Um, oh sorry, I meant years. Anyway. It's literally just like you're yeah. like. Well, it, I mean, isn't that kind of? I think it's kind of the point of like an aware. It's the poison of an awareness campaign, right? Awareness. Uh, whenever someone says an awareness campaign, I'm always very suspect because I'm just like, and especially when it comes to such a, a wide issue, where it's like awareness. I feel like is very different. Is a very different mindset to frame your art campaign in, rather than like. I don't know if you use, I I mean, I know we can't, you know, everyone's too afraid to kind of use words like direct action and, you know, even words like community care are considered like, you know, hippie bullshit. Um, And, but like, I just feel like this the idea of an awareness campaign is always centered around just like, think about your tour bus, just like, you know, think about it or like, just think about, um, maybe like AI and its effect on global warming just think about it and it's like I mm-hmm. I understand the the notion of like thinking is the first step to doing obviously um, and becoming yeah. aware of certain issues I mean that's kind of where like that's where you like our Tumblr kind of phases kind of came from is like a, the awareness of consciousness and the awareness of social justice kind of morphed into Um, becoming a hot sexy communist but at a certain point it's like like celebrities especially um, and celebrity artists have this tendency to think that that just thinking about it and conceptualizing is enough I think partially because they they rule quite literally the marketplace of ideas in the sense of like they they only work within the framework of concept of concepts and conceptualizing and it's very you know as
1: you said like The master's tools are not going to be able to dismantle the master's house. And so, of course, you know, an exhibit put together by like Elon Musk's baby mom um, is not going to tell us what we can do to like meaningfully address climate change. And I didn't go in thinking that I was going to <laughs> learn anything. I did go in like to receive harm and I did receive You it. didn't think Claire was going to um, fix
0: climate change?
1: No, I did not. But I was, I am really interested to, hmm, I wish I could have eavesdropped um, on what the other people who were at the exhibit were thinking. I don't know if they were all also going to receive harm or if they were going to like receive knowledge. Um, but I, yeah, I'd be really interested in learning like how it impacted other people, because even though I do actually feel um, like a lot of hope for the future and I do feel like we have a lot of opportunities to get ourselves out of the place that we're in and like take ourselves off the trajectory that we're on, like environmentally, I finished going through the exhibit feeling like not very hopeful at all. And I, I think that that was what it was encouraging people to feel. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to eavesdrop on other people's conversations about it. But the the reception area for when you finish going through the exhibit, it does take you to like, um, like a bar situation. Um, the layout of it was very much like a WeWork. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I think that the cherry on top was that they were serving drinks out of cans um, and plastic cups. And I did get something to drink um, and it was like $16. Jesus. And it was also pretty bad. That's daylight like robbery. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt very robbed, but it did it did purchase some some carbon offset credits. And that, um, that was my experience at the Grimes exhibit. Wow. It's called Undercurrents. It's gonna be in Brooklyn for like I think until the end of September. I can't really encourage anyone going, but you could go if you want to like experience harm firsthand. Um and you will experience that for sure. I don't
0: want smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want smoke, I just want smoke. I think, you know, to wrap this up, speaking of September, yesterday was
1: Um,
0: (laughs) 9-11. And, you know, I think this 9-11 anniversary was very different from others. Um, I think what what I will say.
1: It's an adult. Actually, it's been an adult. It's,
0: yeah, it's a legal adult now. We can make, it felt like people were more willing to at least. The anniversary
1: of 9-11 has been um, old enough to date Drake for like two years
0: yeah people were at least more willing to like talk about it more honestly if not a little more uh comedically um and here's what i will say um so many i went i lived in la for like two years and so many people there um acted like 9-11 happened to them and i think as two people from the tri-state area
1: the best uh, originally
0: well um, really only one of them is a good state
1: and that's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: The other two, like they're fine, they're fine. Um, but like I think we were both directly impacted by nine eleven far more than people on the opposite end of the country. And there were people who would like I knew who were like Republican, who were like in my co- my working sphere, who would post things, who would be like, I'll, we'll never forget the first responders." And I'm just like you don't even know like the name of like one first responder like you could make a lucky guess and say their name was tony
1: the firefighters
0: <laughs> yeah like they just and they're like we'll never forget i'm like but you weren't there like even i, I was 6 but like i felt more directly impacted than you um i think you put me on to something that
1: um, I'm really glad that you shared with me, like regarding 9 11, which is the something awful thread uh, from that time. Yes,
0: I have it on my phone right now. It's such
1: a good read because I feel like you get to see the full gamut of emotions and reactions that people experienced from like just immediate, like extreme racism. I remember one of the posts that I read was this person saying, that they want to see the desert turned into glass which is just like mm-hmm. insane someone else having a very adam driver's style reaction of like i think i'm gonna enlist um yeah. someone else with the tom york signature going watch bush start a fucking <laughs> war and that's and that's i think another really fun piece of it is like that it is very like of its time like early 2000s and so everyone has the you know, like, forum like, signatures that is common for that time. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's, like, in early 2000s, like, meme lingo. And then they're also, like, mm-hmm. reacting to 9-11 as it's happening. And something that I didn't realize, yeah. because, like, I don't think I had ever thought about it this way, was that, I know, not everyone has televisions. Um, and no. so people who were, like, not in New York, um, and also didn't have TV, were learning about what was happening through this thread because the CNN website kept fucking crashing, which makes sense. Like, there's no yeah. way that um, at that time, like, it would have been able to handle the amount of attention that was it was probably getting, like, on 9 11. So people were refreshing the insane. Something Awful thread to get all of their information. Um, which is like wild to think about. And there's moments in it where someone is asking for the person who does live in New York to point their webcam out the window and take pictures of the towers on fire.
0: Mm -hmm. And also the the beginning of the thread, um, everyone's just kind of guessing at what happened. They're like, Oh, I think it must've been like an exploit, like some kind of pipe burst or something. Like, they're all kind of theorizing up until the point where, like, finally one of them can get access to the uh, the CNN website. And they're like, it was a terrorist attack. And then immediately it transforms into... And the thing is that you have to know about, like, the Something Awful forums is that they're, like, proto-4chan. Mm-hmm. Um, They're more like Reddit in the set. It's more like proto-Reddit because it's, like, it's edgy in the way Reddit is edgy. Of just, like, it's a lot of xenophobia and racism, but it's not quite to the level of, like derangement i yeah. would say that like but it was very much like 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 there's a lot of people already making jokes in this forum like ha someone edit the this photo of like these two pilots and then put like the twin towers behind it like yeah. a lot of just like uh, bullshit and then oh yeah this this is the post i wanted to find um <clears throat> the bbc world service is piss in itself i'd never heard brits so flustered they don't know anything no one knows anything and I don't claim to know anything, but if I had to get hazard a guess, kitties, and then literally a picture of Osama Mm -hmm. Bin Laden, and it says ROTFL owned Great Satan. Um, So it's someone correctly guessing that Osama Bin Laden is somehow involved. um, Before anyone said anything, which I think is pretty fucking wild um, to think about. Like I don't think a lot of people kind of realize, especially now that we're at the point where there are people who are um, old enough to vote and be a legal adult um, who never e- like nine eleven is in, is like they're ancient old history to, to date them. Drake. You know, it's not something that happened. They were born after. Yeah. They're old enough to date Drake. And I think that's like pretty, it, it's pretty clear that a lot of people don't quite get the impact that nine eleven had like over everything. Like the, i was i was looking at um the she who, uh what what amanda Bynes movie is she's, it where like she's she the calling furthers her british father yeah no not she's the she's the man where, is the one where she's in drag um what a girl wants mm. and in the poster she's like this american girl with an american flag t-shirt on and she's in front of these british like the the guards with the big fluffy hats and she's giving the peace sign and they, they took that out. They photoshopped that because that was considered like an anti-war yeah. <laughs> sentiment to give out the peace sign. Like, it's just like, and the I think this really something awful like, forum. minds for a minute. I mean, yeah, the something awful yeah. of
1: forum is like really worth reading. So we will link it in the description because I do think it like mm-hmm. mm, something that unfortunately happens like the further away you get from a moment in history is that people rewrite history for themselves which is why in any poll that's taken today of Americans if they're asked you know how did you feel about the Iraq war when it began like people will say that they were opposed um, because that's how they feel now and like understandably so but that is absolutely not where people were when it began and so I think that like this kind of points to the importance of being able to archive internet history because it is a real time reaction to a historical event from just like, well, would we call something awful people, regular people? Maybe not. I would call them internet people who (laughs) existed in the world. And you really can see like the full gamut of reactions that people were having at that time. And I think it is it is just like a very illuminating read. Um, also fun um, are the beauty contest winners uh, on Neopets the week of 9-11. They, the <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are wearing commemorative outfits and crying about America um and that's that's kind of fun as well in its own way um i think
0: at a certain point um since you did mention before that you uh, about the museum of ice cream i think for a patreon exclusive we need to include your thesis paper on uh, the museum of ice cream and get do God, it. it's a yeah. well we need
1: more than 30 dollars a month for me to release anything that i wrote in college but um what if there was like a museum of ice cream but it was like about nine eleven. Like I know that there is already like a nine yeah. eleven commemorative museum. But what if it was like Instagram, like optimized
0: Instagram nine eleven? Yeah, something.
1: Yeah, something.
0: I could see that.
1: About what celebrity or like diplomatic well, like figure a would we rebrand to be the founder of the nine eleven like museum of ice cream?
0: Who's the DJ that um, told George Floyd cha- George Floyd's family shout out to his Getter.
1: family? He's not even American. Yeah, He's it's David
0: Yeah, I think that makes it better. Uh, so
1: it's like <laughs> I
0: think that makes it's it an even worse for
1: for when the French didn't want to go to war with Iraq. Uh, uh, yeah, war in Iraq, yeah. and we had to like make freedom mm-hmm. fries. Exactly. See, see, exactly. You get you get, Ooh, what you get, I get mean. the drinks. The track so you that get I the on drinks, here. like from Jennifer's body, the Tower drinks.
0: Yeah. We should
1: maybe actually keep this idea for I, ourselves and start this museum. I feel like it would it would take off.
0: It would take off. I think it would do really well. I've been getting a lot of um flack from men. Uh, once again, I've been subjected to having to talk to heterosexual. men. I like it when men. they talk to and me. And whenever
1: I bring I heterosexual men I hate, send me a DM. I'd like to have a conversation. Well, I with hate you. when
0: I hate when they question my intelligence specifically because i said jennifer's body is about 9 11 and they were like is. what no what no and they just kept saying no and i'm like but it is like i don't know what you like you just clear like clearly okay. you haven't seen the and movie they're like so no i've seen it of them
1: because <laughs> You could actually, and I'm not trying to take away from your point at all, but, like, every movie made no. by Americans in the, like, early 2000s up to the year 2010, like, was a reaction to 9-11 and is about the Iraq war. It like is. That's,
0: that is actually just true every, for all film from it's, that time. I think, it's, I think it's bizarre that specific – when I talk to women and gay people about 9-11 – they're like ready to go. They're ready to talk about it. But when I talk to men about nine eleven, they're like, especially nine eleven in the media, they're like they're, they they want to shut off. And I find it very interesting. I wonder why what that is. They like they love why telling specifically- their story about where they were. It's because it's because they they are realizing I know more about nine eleven, but in a pop culture way, and that to them seems either uncomfortable or un- or insensitive. Whereas they like talking about like, boom boom shoot like call of duty men, kind of stuff. <laughs> I welcome
1: your presence in my DMs about nine eleven. Come come you, into my my DMs, not Kendall's Kendall doesn't want to talk to you, but I do. Straight men. <laughs> Get in there and tell me what do you think? Nine eleven, good or bad? Nine eleven pro or con?
0: You're Your need for masochism. (laughs) No, I like
1: it. Um, They're my friends. Um, The final thing that I think that I want to talk about on this subject, and maybe is what we will leave our little pay pigs with for this week, is that I share a birthday with none other than the man himself, the man of the hour, the man of the year, the man of the decade at least, maybe not the century, he's dead now, Osama bin Laden. That's right. He's a Pisces man. I'm not a Pisces man. I am a Pisces though. But here's where we differ. He has a Sagittarius moon and I have a Scorpio moon. And that's really made all the difference. um, Because I would not be able to like have as large of a friend group as he did. Um, You know, the, the whole like Sagittarius thing is, you know, like, like, being very sociable um, and being able to connect with, like, lots of different kinds of people because, like, you're really interested in seeking out new experiences. That's also why he was always traveling. Um, I mean, he was also, like, on the run. <laughs> but, like, it- he was on tour. <laughs> but it's just, like, it is, like, very, like, Sagittarian to like be going to new places and like learning new things, and so that's why like Osama was like, well, I can't just like stay in Saudi Arabia. Like I have to fight with the Muhujajin in Afghanistan, and then he was in Pakistan, and then you know like he had to travel a little bit more because he was he was being chased, uh, but also like it's just very sad Moon of him. Um, the other person that we share our birthday with is John Hamm. Um, and here's what the three of us have in common. We're all really good looking, but we want people to think that we're funny.
0: If any of our pay pigs would like to draw fan art of Cerise, <laughs> John Hamm, and some son together, please email us at bigsoypodcast at gmail.com. Also do you remember when um the super size me guy tried to make a documentary where he f- tries to find Osama bin Laden? No. I do. Tell me more. <laughs> it was like he he I didn't watch the full documentary but it was like right around the time where people were like like absolutely convinced that Osama was hiding in in a cave mm-hmm. somewhere because they thought the desert was just like filled with yeah. caves. Um, they, they had a really like, funny chart. They thought the biosphere too,
1: about like what they thought they, the cave was going to really, look
0: like. Yeah, they had the whole like was wasn't that I thought that was Saddam's hideout. No, that's what they thought it looked like yeah. before. Or no, that that's what they thought Osama bin Laden's hideout looked like. Regardless, they they thought he was hiding in a cave because, as you know, the desert is a biosphere filled to the brim with caves on every side. um And I remember he specifically made this documentary where he's like, I think it was called, like, Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden? Mm. Um, And it was just like, I think after he made a documentary where he was like, hey, did you know McDonald's is really bad? Um, (laughs) Didn't know that, did you? If you eat it every day, if you eat fast food every day for every meal, a large combo for for a year, you might die. But here's die. something that's like, also yeah, true pretty... about me
1: and Osama Bin Laden is that we have not been eating a lot of McDonald's. Um, Osama, because, you know, again, like he was on the run, me, raised vegan. Um,
0: I remember we... the year that Osama... Oh, sorry. I was, you oh, know, sorry. I'm just
1: like, I'm looking at his chart and he's just got, like, we've got some similarities. We both have Pisces, Mercury's. Um, which is why we're both, like, good at talking to people, but in, like, kind of a roundabout way, and we can be a little bit evasive. But I think another place where we differ that is important to note um, is that he has a Pisces Venus, and I have a Taurus Venus, and that's mm. why he can be um, poly, because, like, he was. He was a poly guy. Um, but I can't Um Taurus Taurus Venuses, you know, they they're kind of just like fixated on one person at a time and they've got to see that through. Um a Pisces Venus is like probably more likely to be able to juggle different kinds of romantic relationships at the same time. Um I just yeah, I think like if he was born um when I was born then things would be really different.
0: Uh <laughs> Namely, he'd be younger and hotter.
1: But well, Yeah, 9-11 also, like, couldn't have happened when it did. <laughs> if he was born, but I was born.
0: The Dixie Chicks would have had a very, very long and
1: <laughs> But successful I, if career. If you go to, like, one of the astrology websites and, like, put his birthday in, which I did because I wanted to read it, it's, like, pretty funny because it, um, you know, I guess it doesn't, like, realize – who he is it just like generates the chart as if he was like a regular guy so (laughs) it like it just writes it in a really funny way where it's like the there's many different planets that symbolize the forces and positive energies that happen in different ways in your chart Osama
0: (laughs) okay okay So I looked it up. The the documentary is in fact called "Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden." I was not making that up. The the poster is meant to look like an Indiana Jones film. He does go to like Afghanistan, Jordan, Israel, Morocco, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Pakistan, and he like he's guarded by about twenty one Afghan soldiers um, in Afghanistan. He visits like Torabora. Um, he basically like just straight up asks people on the street, like, oh, where's Osama Hmm. bin Laden? Um, it's very much like meant to be comedic. And I got a very bad response. Um, and I think from what I see, the film is also intercut with, um, images of Morgan Spurlock, the documentary Terrian's name. His wife is like very in, is very much in the late stages of pregnancy at the point that he's doing this. So he's, like, gallivanting about pretending that he's going to catch Osama bin Laden while his wife is at home, like, eight months pregnant, like, on bed rest, which I think is pretty – I just think that's a pretty interesting detail. Um, Okay,
1: I'm on a different astrology website about Osama bin Laden. And because, again, it's, like, auto-generated and it just, like, gives you a title, like, based on your chart, it says, like, Osama, hero or villain.
0: <laughs> I think we should end on that note. I don't think there's anything better that we could come up with than a website asking: Is Osama bin Laden a hero or a villain? Based Let's discuss. Based on his chart alone, what is yeah? What, what kind is of it?
1: answers does it spell um, out for us? And I think that that is yeah, that is where we should end because that really does show you. You know, history is written by the victors. To some, Osama is a hero. To many, he is a villain. But what will be written in the Book of Time, that will be determined by you, our listeners, and also us and my knowledge of astrology. Thank you so much for your time, this has been Big Soy Naturals. My name is Cerise. I'm a Pisces with a Scorpio and moon and a Libra rising <laughs> and a Taurus Venus. Have a good night.
0: <laughs> and I'm Kendall and I just interrupted Cerise because I'm a I'm a Virgo moon and a Virgo mm. sun and a Cancer yeah. rising and I want everyone to know about my feelings. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
1: I don't want smoke, I just want to
0: smoke Cock is one of my favorite tastes smoke. I don't want smoke, I just want to smoke When I hit the pipe, I'm like ultra white Not I only that, the smoke, bad, I feel like a balls smell amazing Yeah, I like
1: green because it makes me lean And I smoke high because I'm blowing clouds When, when, when I hit high, high, then it's time to it. There, there are, are dangerous people Like, I
0: cannot when I get ball, it far I'm enough down my throat to be satisfied like, give a fuck I don't want smoke, I am only satisfied When I I feel those intense, powerful, salty, hot pumps of cum down my throat. I I just want to smoke. This is a certified big soy naturals classic.